0: everybody. Welcome to another episode of Vile Files. Happy Monday to those of you tuning in on time. Joined here by my producer Rochelle. Hello. I'm Nick and once again my sister Maria in studio joining us for another segment of Ask Nick and sharing some of her wellness and holistic eating expertise. Did I say it right? I don't know. She knows how to Talk about food.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like you're overcomplicating it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the simple version? Just, yeah, uh, health and wellness. You health know, and wellness. Nutrition and how it can make you feel better. You don't need to throw in all the fancy stuff.
0: We were uh, round-tabling before we started recording and thinking about what are some things people might be interested in talking about when it comes to health and wellness and food. And Michelle brought up the shame around food. Or how we eat and, and what we eat and feeling bad about sometimes eating it. Would I say that uh, right, Rochelle?
1: Well,
2: I was saying I eat food that I know makes me not feel good. And I'm like, okay, I I, I don't have a doctor's diagnosis, but I know it doesn't make me feel good. But then I still keep eating it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Reason. And I think that's incredibly common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think anytime we're doing something that we know we're not going to feel good Mm -hmm. or somebody has told us that it's not good for us and we do it, there's this like shame, right? Because you want to do, you think like, why am I doing this? I know I'm going to feel like crap, but you do it anyways. And like, arguably we do that in relationships too, right? You kind of dating the same person. You're like, why did I do that again? Like, I know that this is going to end this way.
0: Yeah. Um, Patch Kids.
1: Oh, that's his analogy. He
2: was. I
0: have this... Dating advice I give with Sour Patch Kids is Don't
2: that
0: do you love Sour Patch? I do, I do. <laughs> uh Is that you know we, you know how 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 do Sour Patch Kids work? Right, we we eat them, it, we solve our mouths will solve it even when we think about them, and and we'll go to the movies and say, oh, Josh, should I get a sweet? And I'll get Sour Patch Kids, and then we eat a lot till we feel bad Mm -hmm. and then like two weeks later we'll go to the movies again yeah and then you'll think about should i eat sour Patch Kids? i know i'm gonna feel bad like fuck it i'm gonna do it anyways and i get that instant gratification and when we literally date people we'll try to like and then we have this we know that with food we can't survive off of sour patch kids right We we can't nourish our our wellness or health with sour patch kids but people we date can be similar in terms of like we expect them to like nourish our emotional feelings and needs and yet they actually are very much like sour patch kids where it's instant gratification feels good in the moment but then we they're really good to actually make us feeling feeling terrible yeah that bad, bad at ourselves they are toxic
1: well i also think it's like why are you surprised at the same result you know like it's like you're constantly surprised like oh god like but it, you're doing the same thing you know um so i think with food like it this comes up a lot with my clients and the people i work with Uh, i dress it a lot too in the programs um, that i offer because for me to sit here and just tell people or explain to people like what they should or shouldn't do like there's a hundred gazillion thousand diet books out there that like all have shown yeah it's it's scientific they've all shown success to people right but there's a reason why they keep coming out with more. It's because it's as it's not as easy as just like ha- someone having someone tell you. like it's there's so much emotion that comes to food. There's like so much emotion. there's willpower. there's old story patterns. There's how you were raised. I mean, we were talking about how. Coming from a big family, like,
0: we, all, we inhale food. Yeah.
1: Like, it's, the, I don't even think we taste it. Like, you inhale it.
0: You dinner with our meals and go.
1: <gasps> <gasps> yeah, exactly. It's like a cobra. You yeah. Know? And, and to change that to some degree, it, it takes some sense of awareness. So, like, when I'm working with people and this comes up, you know, part of it is, you know, people are like, I don't have enough willpower. So it's like, oh, I just don't have enough willpower, you know, or I emotionally eat when I'm upset. And really what it comes down to is you really have a lack of trust around food. Yes. Like you actually don't trust yourself around food. It's not a lack of willpower. Because I tell people, if you didn't have willpower, you would smack the person in front of you at the grocery store <laughs> who was like, let me go run back and get some lemons, right? Like you, you have willpower. You exude it all the time throughout the day. So you can't tell me that with food, you don't have willpower. It's just more so you don't trust your decision around it and so when you make a decision that in your mind you don't think you should be it's like the trust is gone and you just kind of go balls to the wall into it and then you feel shame about it yeah so it's a matter of more so establishing your trust in your decisions like if you're able to and this takes work right so if you're able to and by no means am I like a psychologist or therapist in this but you know this comes up time and time again like someone saying Oh, you know, like, oh, I was doing so well. And then I went to, you know, this family gathering and my grandma's, like, you know, rice pudding or whatever it is, like, came out and I just, like, ate a ton of it. And then, like, I just kept going, right? Because you told yourself that for some reason you built this up that – Rice pudding is bad. Right. And so now I've decided to have the rice pudding. So it's like all of my inhibition is out the window and I no longer trust myself. So I'm just going to like keep going for it. (laughs) And I'm going to make that bad feeling. I'm going to like lean into that bad feeling because there's comfort in the discomfort. There is comfort in feeling uncomfortable around food. What is what does that mean? So, you know say sour patch kids you know you're gonna feel like crap yeah but you know you're gonna feel like crap like you know it's gonna taste good and it's gonna feel like crap so you're gonna kind of you feel comfortable with that bad no, feeling yeah so this is like you know when you know somebody who kind of dates the same person they have the same thing or mm. you know not to bring up like abusive relationships and people are like well, why wouldn't you leave it's like because i know i'm uncomfortable in this situation but that gives me comfort Why does being feeling that way give us comfort? Because you know the results, you know. So it's scarier for you to like, give me an example. Yeah. Give me an example of like something, a situation or a food you would emotionally eat.
2: Okay. So what I love to do is if I've had a bad day, I get takeout from like, I have a Thai place. I get pad see you and I know it's going to be delicious and it's going to make me feel really full. And I watch like my favorite show while I eat it. Okay. And that's gonna make yeah, me you, feel better. And you feel
1: like, and you feel bad. Like after you eat it, you physically yes. don't feel well. Yeah. Okay. So what if and you what if let's take the same scenario. You get home from work, you're hungry, and yeah. you're like, you know what, instead of doing that takeout, I'm going to like maybe go for a walk outside, come home and make some food. Like what about that scenario doesn't sound fun? I don't know if I'll get full enough. Right. So there's some discomfort with it. Yeah. Right. So you're like, I don't I'm... know if it'll satisfy me. Totally. <laughs> and it might not make you feel bad. You also don't know that too, right? It right. actually You might actually feel, feel really good. good. <laughs> yeah. But because you don't know that outcome, it makes you uncomfortable. Okay. So you're uncomfortable with the fact that like making a different decision might result in you being hungry. Yeah. Might result in yeah. you not feeling not satisfied. satisfied.
0: Well, well, you, you were talking about, Rochelle. You're just like, I like to do this. Yeah, you it makes the the me feel
1: so
2: much better if I'm feeling, like, stressed or something. Yeah, in the Hopefully. moment. Yeah.
1: It does, because so there's comfort knowing like you know full well so I tell this to people all the time like you know when you're going for it right like you get the <laughs> efforts yeah. right the you're just like your head is like you get the fuck it. So you're like fuck it
0: and like you know the know outcome but happen. you turn that part off in the Hope. moment I was talking with a friend who had a toxic relationship with a guy and it's a lot a lot of details but then we're sitting down for coffee she's like well I think I'm just gonna get a, grab a movie with him tomorrow <laughs> I'm like, "Why? you know you've done all these other things to try to push him away. Yeah. And now you're doing this, and she's just like, "I just yeah, fuck it, you know well, because it, she knows be, she knows in the moment, while going up to the movie, leading the movie, being in the movie, she knows in that moment she'll feel good, yeah. and then she knows when she leaves, she'll feel bad yeah. and have a lot of confusion, but she's just dis- probably dismissing all of that, like oh, fuck, I don't, I'll worry about that then.
1: It's satisfying a void right so at some point yeah you going and getting that food yeah and sitting and watching a show is filling a void of comfort satisfaction feeling like there's enough oh no feeling <laughs> no we all have it you know, and some people do I it with food. Some fair. people do it with relationships. Most people do it with food. Both. <laughs> food is or easier. both at the same time. Less messy, yeah, less feelings. Right. right. But at time. go same, out the toxic
0: if, boy and get sour patch kids.
1: But, <laughs> but it's arguably like more damaging to you, right? Because like exactly, you emotionally are beating yourself up because you feel shame. Like, why did I do it again? Yeah. And then you're physically overcoming it. Yeah. So the other thing with that, and I and I try to make this really clear with people, is sometimes we can make ourselves. Feel physically sick from food because we've decided it makes us feel sick okay and it doesn't actually make you feel <gasps> it's sick. a head thing it's total so like oh. so the fact that like your mind and body your your mind and your gut are so connected so this makes a big difference in terms of like when i'm working with somebody who legitimately has some like physical condition that's affecting them and it's like how you think affects your digestion and your digestion affects your brain like it all goes into one so think about when you get like really good news or bad news like you could lose your appetite you could like feel sick to your stomach Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you go into eating food thinking like this is bad for me I'm gonna feel sick and you haven't even taken a bite yeah There's no way that takeout's going to all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh my God, I actually feel phenomenal. Like that surprised me. And so I see this with people and this can actually get to the point where we get a little too obsessed with healthy eating, where you eat something where you've like vowed that you wouldn't have or you had too much. And then we start being like, well, I'm not going to feel good. This is going to make me feel bad. And so, how you think before you eat has a bigger impact, I think, on how that food breaks down in your body than the food itself. Wow. So, if you're stressed out and you're about to like dig into some, like, let's not always make it bad food because it's not necessarily always like, you know, bad food. But let's say you're like, I'm not doing gluten, right? Like, I'm not doing gluten. And you have like this lovely, loaf of sourdough toast with butter and you're like, this is going to make me feel bloated and sick. I just know it. Or if you're like, oh, this isn't pasture raised eggs. Like (laughs) these are going to make, these are so toxic. Right. And you go into eating that with that stress, you're telling, you're sending signals to your body that something's happening, something that you're consuming, there's stress somewhere. And what your body does in a state of stress, regardless if it's real or perceived, is it shuts down. Like digestion shuts down because you're in a state of survival. So like if you were being attacked by a tiger, your body's going to be like, we're not going to digest this food. We're going to send blood to her extremity so she can run the hell away from this tiger. Like we're not going to break down the sourdough bread or we're not going to break down the takeout. Right. And so your digestion stops and food sits in your stomach and it ferments and you feel bloated and you feel gassy and you feel like crap. Yeah. Even though you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix, like right. you're for sure not being chased by a tiger. So when we have those thoughts before we even eat food, we don't even give our body a chance to even potentially see if what you're eating, in fact, does make you feel like crap. Yeah. So I don't... Trying to kind of step back from this... Like, for sure, don't eat food that you know makes you feel bad. Yeah. Like, or do it and then just know you're going to feel like crap. So there's... Or,
0: okay, I guess what you're saying is just... Don't sit there and judge yourself and get worked up and anxiety right. about it. Just choose to cheat and go for it right. and just take a breath. Enjoy I'll, the moment.
1: Yeah. I'll give an example. So I always tell my clients like pick your poison, choose to do it or don't do it and then get over it. Yeah. Like don't choose to not do it. Like don't say I'm not going to get takeout and then sit there and be like, Oh, and I do it when I, I do know. it when I do it and then eat a salad and then go get takeout anyway. Yeah. So we do that sometimes. Um, but choose to do it or don't sucks. yeah exactly <laughs> like i had this client who was like well, <laughs> oh you want to get pizza like you just
0: kind of put out feeler yeah.
1: i have this client who was like i uh, i know i know dark chocolate is good for me but i don't really like dark chocolate and i was like okay well what do you like she's like well, i like milk chocolate and i'm like well yeah so you probably eat a whole bar of dark chocolate because it's then- good for you and then like go get m&ms yeah. because it's not satisfying yeah you. so do it or don't do it and then get over it. Mm-hmm. And then I, so I had this client come back and she's like, I took your advice. I went to this party, had a pe- they had cake because my whole thing is like decide what's really worth it. Right. Yeah. Like don't eat taco dip. If you can get taco dip and it's really doesn't look that good. Right. Like don't like it's not worth it. But if you're going to do it, go for it. So she's like, I had a piece of cake. I ate it slowly. It felt really good. And then I went back and had another piece of cake. Like, why did I do that? Like, oh, why did I do that? Like, I had the cake. I should have just been happy with it. And I'm like, when did this happen? She's like, two weeks ago. (laughs) Like, you realize that you worrying about that for two weeks is worse than if you would have ate the entire cake. Oh yeah. Because now everything you've eaten since that two week, you've just had the stress because you had a second piece of cake. So. Shame around food is so real. And mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just a matter of like providing some idea of like knowing that you're not always gonna choose great and nobody has a perfect day. Mm-hmm. Shit, I do this for a living. I never have a perfect day mm-hmm. because perfect is so exactly. There's no perfect. You know, there's things that you you should have an idea of like some guidelines. Yeah. And, and really people end up getting lost in the details of the perfection and get caught up on not having like a spirulina <laughs> beverage or, uh, you know, greens. well, you know, like that for some reason that equates health. Yeah. It can help you get there. Yeah. But you not having it isn't going to make that day, right. you know, continue to perpetuate yeah poor habits.
2: And I think maybe I'll just, if I'm feeling that urge, maybe I'll just make a different decision just to see what happens.
1: Yeah. And sometimes I, so the other suggestion is to do like a small detour, right? Yeah. So that's like a really well groomed path for you. <laughs> yep, yep. Like, so once you make that decision, you're like tunnel vision into the takeout. Yeah. Versus if you're like, you know what, when I think I'm gonna make that decision, I'm gonna like, maybe I'll go for like, a, maybe I'll take a different way home. Yeah. And, like, I still might come home and do the takeout and, like, go all in. But it's a little bit of a detour. And if you do that enough at times, your detour becomes so much further away from the takeout yeah. that it takes a lot more convincing to end up doing the takeout. You're like, actually, no, I, like took a different way home and then i decided to take a walk and then so i had to the water apps, yeah so you know so it's like don't expect overnight yeah oh, i
0: gotta take a break
1: i need it off oh. my screen no more
0: boys and pizza
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it, but it's it's a it's true it's like taking these little detours so if, if you know that you have like a weakness take three breaths before you decide to like eat the entire bag of chips <laughs> yeah. literally. And that sounds weird. You're still eating the entire bag of chips, but you're taking a pause between that moment that might allow you an opportunity to choose differently.
0: That's great stuff. Thanks. Well, I, I think people are really enjoying these, uh, these little tips and tricks from you. So,
1: well, I think it can be daunting change is, I mean, change in anything is daunting, but when it comes to food, it's so personal. I mean, it's so personal. There's some satisfaction to it. There's shame. There's, I mean, it's like the ultimate baggage. Ugh,
0: dating and food. I know. How do we do it? Uh, well, you can find uh, Maria at com If you're looking uh, for more information from Maria about healthy eating, she has programs that you can get from her. And she also does some one-on-one stuff as well. Also check out natural habits uh, on Instagram. And Maria uh, has a series of, uh, videos that we put out that uh, obviously include some tips and tricks around essential oils, but more important, more in addition to that rather, um, other healthy wellness, uh, eating tips and tricks about uh, cravings and sugar or other diets that we, we put in there uh, as well. So also have another great episode for you lined up, so stick with us and uh, coming up next some callers, some questions Marie and I Help save the world. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to send in your questions at, at castmedia.com. Rate us five stars on iTunes if you so desire. We appreciate you listening. Also, Maria, as, uh, as you know, is uh, our co-founder with Natural Habits. Uh, she is doing uh, a series of wellness tips and tips and tricks for healthy lifestyles on our Instagram at naturalhabits. And uh, check us out at NHolils.com for all your essential oil needs. Uh, When Maria's here, we will do 30% off code Maria. Keep it real simple. Uh, Code Maria, 30% off, NHOils.com. And stick with us for some great calls. Thanks for listening. As always, we love you. Ship station, hard to say, so easy to use. You're getting
2: better at saying it, though. I have to say.
0: I use it every day, so you would think I I should (laughs) work on enunciating it. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard, ShipStation is a, a wonderful uh, application uh, of helping you with all your shipping needs. Uh, if you're doing any type of small business or or really just kind of shipping uh, out of your home, um, or if you you know let's say you use a fulfillment center like Natural Habits, but they help you track all your shipping, uh, whether you ship UPS, USPS, U- or the post office, uh, FedEx. Uh-huh. Um, They help you, uh, you know, in terms of uh, tracking your shipments, dealing with any type of customer service issues. You get all these helpful reports. Uh, It's made my life easier. And quite honestly, Natural Habits runs on it.
2: And you said you just get alerts on your phone, right? If something happens?
0: If something happens, or if I get, you know, well, if I get alerts. So if I make a sale, then I get, oh, fun, and I mean, I could get alerts if I wanted to know if something has been shipped. Yes, it, tracking. I, we do enough of business that I have that turned off, but I can at any point go into the application and, and track something. If we have a customer service issue, That's awesome. Oh, uh, we can go in and look to see and get updates and status reports and, and track shipments that way. So, I can't, uh, I can't recommend it enough. So right now, the VileFile File listeners can try ShipStation for free, absolutely free, for 60 days when you use offer code VIALL. There's absolutely no risk. You don't have to put a credit card down. It's truly a free trial. Uh, just visit ShipStation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in VIALL. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter offer code VIALL, ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Hello, fresh. Listen, we're busy people. We're on the go. We're constantly uh, trying to eat right and save time. Mm -hmm. HelloFresh is making that possible.
2: And it's sustainable because they give you the exact amount of food you need to make the meal. You're not wasting it.
0: That's right, and we don't like to waste things. Uh, they have a bunch of different uh, recipes. Recipes so uh, good. Options. It's very tasty. Uh, it doesn't take long to make these meals. Uh, it's not like you're you know you don't you're not spending hours slaving away.
2: Kitchen. Yeah, my favorite is the juicy Lucy burger I made. I was so impressed with myself.
0: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> the yum, chicken yum, yum. piccata would be my favorite.
2: Oh, fancy. Uh, You know, my sister, who's a doctor, she started doing this as well because she just doesn't have time to go to the grocery store, and she loves it.
0: I mean, I know so many people uh, are using HelloFresh. Some of my neighbors, I see their HelloFresh package uh, outside their door before they bring it in. Um, People are loving it, and you can, too, go to HelloFresh.com slash V-I-A-L-L-10 and use code V-I-A-L-L-10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com forward slash v-i-a-l-l-10 that's 10 free meals by using v-i-a-l-l-10 and like i said free shipping best value delicious choice Question time
3: with me let's ask nick your sexy questions
0: how's it going
4: hi uh I'm Nicole and I'm 25.
0: Hi, Nicole, 25. How can we help?
4: All right. So I sent a long email, but I'll just give you guys the gist. Um, I just started, or it's been a couple months now, seeing this person that uh, I met on the dating app. And basically, everything's super great, except for the problem of he is still legally married um, and he's separated, so he's not... Living with his wife, but legally speaking, he's a married man, yep. and uh, that's what I'm seeking advice on.
0: What I mean, what's what specifically though? I mean, because in theory, if he's separated uh, and there's, you know, you're comfortable with the clear lines that have been drawn yes. in his uh, past relationship, and it's just a legal issue. Uh, what is the issue? Is it the idea that bothers you? Uh, what's going on? So,
4: so yeah, the idea of it and. Also, basically, my, what my friends are concerned about is that they think that he's probably not emotionally ready to be having a relationship based on the fact that his 10-year relationship ended less than a year ago.
0: Okay. Have, uh, how well do your friends know this guy?
4: I mean, they don't, they, but I talk to them. I tell them things. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, well, then what are your concerns that you're projecting to them and then they're telling you we're concerned? Because your friend's um, opinions, you know, offense to your friends, like they're not—they're yeah. in no place to to uh, have an opinion about how re- emotionally he's ready about a relationship they know nothing about.
1: Yeah. So, what is yeah. he doing that makes you think he's not over him, over her?
4: Um, he doesn't specifically say anything to me, but I'm concerned about like he's definitely like seems sad, and he'll say vague things like about. Being upset about the holidays because of his his family is different now, and like sure. he was sad about the holidays as a existence, and it just feels like he's like in an emotional state where he's not happy, and I'm concerned that it's like things like that that I'll send screenshots of that kind of text to my friends, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, he's totally not
0: Do in a good place right now." Does he have kids?
1: No, he has pets though. wait hold on i do have a i do do they do you do they share the pets yeah yeah okay so he still has a tie to his ex he's still like courted in a way and so yeah uh, that's going to add some i mean he's not totally over it
0: do you know the details of the how it ended
1: no only
4: vaguely that he kind of said like they had been having serious issues for like a year before they actually ended. And he said like he was miserable and that, you know, it was like had been coming for like a year, but I don't know the details of like what exactly the issue
1: was it mutual or did he prompt it or did she prompt it or.
4: It sounded like from the way he described it, that they were just really fighting. And he was the one who said, I'm going to move out. And she agreed.
0: How long you been hanging out with this guy?
4: since like October
0: since October okay so it's been a few months now Uh, and Mm -hmm. and where are you guys like has he is he pursuing something more serious with you for example is he are you guys just hanging out and he's just like hey I like you let's and you're feeling the pressure of him moving forward and you're just like, I don't know if you're ready or, you know, you know what I'm saying? What's, what's going on there?
4: Yeah. So I guess like that's kind of the other thing is that we haven't had a conversation about that. Like we've been hanging out like a couple times a week and we talk every day, but we haven't had a conversation about like being girlfriend and boyfriend or anything. But um, I mean the way he treats me and talks to me is like, I feel like he treats me like his girlfriend. He just like, Hasn't said it. We haven't talked about it. So I guess that's the other thing that, you know, my friends are concerned about and I'm concerned about, too, that I'm like, well, it's been like several months and we haven't said anything about our relationship status. And I feel like the married thing is kind of why I'm afraid to ask, because it's like, can he have a wife and a girlfriend? Like, I don't know if that's something he's comfortable with or I'm comfortable with
0: it sounds to me like you're you're stressing out about these kind of labels and concepts and, and you know yeah. things that you kind of envisioned for yourself it doesn't sound like it would when I listen I mean I don't know what Maria thinks but in the details it doesn't sound like there's a lot of potential issues here. I mean, this is a situation and it's a situation that it's good that you're mindful of the fact that hey, he was married for 10 years and it didn't work out and there's a grieving process, but if he's open and ready to date and ready to date, that's that's great, but the fact that you're mindful of it means that like hey, you might take things slow and that's okay. That you don't necessarily need to define the relationship. Listen, you can be mindful of the fact that um, because he's been married for 10 years, he's only used to kind of being in a relationship, so this kind of monogamous mentality, which is really great, but like him treating you like a girlfriend, it's kind of like all he really knows, which is a good thing. It's good that he yeah. seems to like want no, that, that. That's
4: totally my concern, too. That I'm like, I don't know if he's treating me like a girlfriend because he, you know, considers our, us to be at that point or to be getting there soon, or if because. He was married for so long that that's just how he knows that, you know, he likes me. And that's just like how he treats women. And it doesn't have anything to do with like where he sees this going. So, so my,
0: what do you want out of this? Thing? Yeah, I
1: was going to say, do you, like, like, who, like, who your... cares? And like, no offense to like what he, why he's doing what he's doing. Like, do you want this to turn into a relationship?
4: Yeah, ideally I would. I really like him. And what do you um, like about him? We have a lot in common. Like what? Um, we like the same types of food. We're both in similar careers. Um,
0: okay. How do you? Both... Like... How does he make you feel? Huh? How does he make you feel?
4: He makes me feel happy, and I think that one of the things about him is I've never had a man be as nice to me as he is before.
0: Okay, which is nice. We've
4: like nice. He's is nice. Really, really a nice person, and he like goes out of his way to be thoughtful. And I've like never had. Somebody that so would do things like that before.
0: You feel like he's attentive to your needs. Yeah. Okay. Liquid IV. I mean, we've talked about all the different reasons why I find uh, drinking enough water <laughs> to be stressful, and sometimes your number you one to, stress. Uh, it, and, and when we forget uh, to drink water, the best way to to make up for it is with liquid IV. Oh yeah. It's like drinking a a, a, a ton of water. Uh, it's also great if you do indulge, uh, to get back on your feet the next day, it's got a bunch of different vitamins and minerals, uh, to help, uh, hydrate your body and nothing is more important than hydrating.
2: And what I love, they have TSA friendly single serving packets, perfect for travel. Cause everyone knows you get super dehydrated
0: when you travel. My favorite flavor is lemon lime because mm-hmm. I'm basic. Um, yeah. So, I mean, every, it, uh, it's really great. And if you're using
2: it, you're doing good. They've donated 2 million servings to places like Haiti, Uganda, Puerto Rico, and
0: Nepal. That's awesome. Great job, Liquid IV. Yeah. Well, you get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code VIALL at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order at Liquid IV's website. Just go to liquidiv.com and enter code VIALL to save 25% off and get better hydration and energy. That's liquidiv.com. Promo code V I A L L. Don't wait. Start feeling your adventures today. It, nothing I love more <laughs> than the perfect bra.
2: Is that true, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> you, know so much you know what I will say. You know what
0: I'll say is uh, <laughs> I like being around people who are in good moods. And from what I hear from the women community, if a bra is uncomfortable, it uh, it can be really annoying. Can dig into your ribs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, in that sense, I do love a perfect bra.
2: So the great thing about Third Love, you probably already know this, but they have half cups. So if you're not filling it out, if you're filling it out too much, just get that half cup. Try it out. Yeah. They have a Fit Finder quiz, and it's actually kind of fun to take. And then by the end, you will find your perfect bra. My favorite Third Love bra is the 24-7 Classic T-Shirt Bra. It's their number one selling bra, and it goes great under everything. It's super comfortable, and it doesn't make lines in your T-shirt like some other bras do.
0: We don't want to have kind of a match with our love lives and we don't, I'm (laughs) assuming, want it with our, uh, you know, bras either.
2: Yeah. Plus, they donate all of their gently used return bras to women in need, which is super awesome.
0: It is awesome. I'm having a lot of fun. uh, Talking about bras? Reading this copy. I am. (laughs) Thank you, Third Love. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra (laughs) for everyone. That's right. So right now, they are offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash V-I-A-L-L now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash V-I-A-L-L for 15% off
2: today. I love mine.
0: What else do you like about them? I mean, I if this is like your God, you should be able to like, keep talking. Like you,
1: Yeah. Whatever. Yeah.
4: I, I feel like we just get along well. We have a good connection. And he's someone that like it just comes easy with when I'm talking to him and I'm hanging out with him. Like I feel like I can be myself and I just feel happy and relaxed when I'm with him. And like I can talk to him about my job and about my life and that he like really cares and cares about me and getting to know me.
1: And Is, uh, is there is the fear that. I guess I'm trying to understand is the fear that he's not quite over this. You want to move forward. And if you kind of continue down this path and there's no, there isn't any clarity at some point, you're going to get like duped and it's going to be like, actually I was never over her and this isn't actually something serious. Is that, That is 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 that the fear I'm afraid
4: of happening? Is
0: he in any way aware of your concerns? No. Why not?
4: Because I'm afraid to talk to him about it. Why?
0: Because
1: yeah, you're afraid. Because I'm afraid
4: that the answer is not going to be what I want to hear. Yeah. Well, that doesn't and I'm solve your. That he's yeah, that's, to, that's not going to. He's going to confirm him. my fears if I talk to him about it. That's what I'm afraid uh, of. He's going to confirm you, his fears
1: now or later. That
0: might, but yeah, I mean, one way or another, you're going to find out. Yeah. Uh, it just might be. Would, like, would you rather? Uh, find out now, or find out when he realizes much later after you've invested even more of your time and energy.
1: If that's the case, we're not well, saying I, this is the case. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm just
0: yeah. saying in in theory. This idea, like the point is, I think our our point is, if you this is not a relationship, you're not ready to define the relationship with him because you're not in a position right now where you feel comfortable uh, voicing your concerns. You haven't talked with him about. Uh, how he's feeling. You haven't checked in with his emotions. You haven't talked about the, you, you. You know you're you're not you're not in a position to define the relationship because you can't. This is not a. You're not there yet. You you, you don't feel comfortable asking him how he feels and and checking in and asking questions where you're uh, might be afraid of the answer. That's a relationship to be able to to face that. Um, and you're not there yet. And until you are, you're not ready to define it. You know, like why would you if you. Asked him, if you got off the phone with us and called him up and said, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? And he said, yes, immediately, would you be okay with that, knowing that you don't feel comfortable um, sharing, your sharing your feelings and your yeah. concerns and frustrations, knowing that you might not be okay with the answer? And the answer is probably not yes or no. The answer somewhere in the middle is, you know what, from time to time, I feel sad. You know, sometimes I feel sad that my marriage didn't work out. I never imagined I'd get divorced or sometimes I'll be honest. Sometimes I miss her, but then I realize it's not her. I miss it's the, that we did X, Y, and Z, you know, but you got to be able to Mm -hmm. talk about it with this guy, especially if he's a guy that you think you can date.
1: And you can have that conversation without it being, I need to know where this is going. It could simply just say, Hey, you know, I know that this you're going through a tough time or this has been a tough time and and he's obviously shared with you he's going through a tough time right so I mean he didn't have any fear of sharing with you I'm sad because this is different than when I was with her and you know what I mean so for you to say hey I know this is a tough time but or this is a tough time there's no buts about it and just say "I, I it's important for me to for you to know where I'm coming from and there is an aspect that I'm a bit hesitant because I know this is a tough time and I'm I'm hesitant to continue or move forward not knowing if you're ready for it. I mean that's like just a conversation or ready to date. You don't even have to say ready for a relationship. That's just a conversation saying what you're hesitant of. That's not saying, "Hey, decide if I'm your next forever." Right? Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think yeah. again, I, I don't think you are ready to define a relationship yet, but I no. think you need to be able to have a conversation with them and say, "Hey, listen, uh, you don't have to define the relationship to say, I like you. And I just want you to know I like spending time with you. And I want you to know that if I'm here, if you want to talk about things and I won't judge you, like I make him feel safe to let him know that maybe sometimes he misses being married, you know, without you judging him or you getting defensive about his feelings towards you. Right. Because these are natural feelings he might be having. But if you make him, whether indirectly or you give the impression by not communicating with him, that he's not allowed to have these feelings, then he's not going to use you're not going to be the person he turns to to express his feelings. It's going to be someone else.
4: I mean, I I try and I try to like open up to him about like when I have a bad day and like talk to him about that stuff to try to like.
0: Yeah, but you're being kind of passive aggressive there. You're like, hey, I've uh, had a bad day. How was yours? Yeah. I want you to open up. He still might not be yeah. able to say he not. He might not but feel. I could be more
4: direct about it. Yeah,
0: but like in a nice, non-threatening. He doesn't owe you anything. There's no right or wrong answer. You're just there for him to talk to you without judgment. You know that you under you you you've never been married, but like I can only imagine what it might be like. I just want you to know that like I like you, and I want to keep getting in to know you, and I understand that like this might be a process for you because you're still not even like legally divorced yet. So. That's something you're going to have to ask yourself, are you okay with that? Are you okay with taking it slower because of this? Just because he's not over it yet, totally, yeah, it, he might not be 100% over it. That doesn't mean you can't hang out with him. It doesn't mean you can't date him. I mean, I remember, this is different, like my first girlfriend, I dated off and on for seven years, right? Right. Uh, we had a bunch of breakups we got back together it's one of those first love relationships and i finally realized that i i ended the relationship i met someone else and like i kind of had to meet a new girl to get over the last relationship in a sense and then i did it for her for a year and a half and then we broke up and i'll be honest there were lots of times after i broke up with the second girl that i thought to myself i didn't fully get over uh, that first relationship until that second relationship ended I don't know how to explain it, but it, yeah, I did it for her for so long and I was so used to it that like from time to time she popped in my head. And it doesn't mean I wasn't in love with the second girl. It doesn't it, it doesn't take anything away. It's just that I did it for so long, you know, and it's my first girlfriend that like it was just impossible for me to you to think knew. of her from time to time and i wanted her to not feel guilty about that and i still loved the second girl you know what i'm saying so some people especially in new relationships are like well if you ever think about her that means you don't love me enough or whatever be the person if you want if you think if you see a real future with this guy be the person that he can really open up to and trust to and talk about and you help him get over it from time to time you know because yeah. expecting him to get over it and telling me he needs to get over it and having your friends be like well he's not over it yet so i don't know if it's safe for you to go there You know, I don't think that's going to help any situation. I mean, they
4: just don't want me to get hurt, is what
0: they're afraid of. Yeah, yeah. but I agree with that. But now you're guessing his feelings without. Talking to him about his feelings, because uh, yeah. just because you're afraid of the answer.
1: Also, I'm going to just say this for you. So yes, be there for him. Let him feel safe to talk to you about it. Let him be open. It sounds like he's pretty open. I mean, the fact that he told you he was sad over the holidays, but at the same time, you have to feel just as comfortable sharing with him your concerns. Concerns, and if you're scared to share your concerns because you think that's going to be a deal breaker.
0: Then this is then a
1: then even if this continues on and you guys are together for four or five years, you're establishing a dynamic where you are a sounding board for him, but you yeah. know you're not going to share how you feel because you're afraid it might rock the boat. Like you would, you want to be in a relationship where you can have the tough conversations,
0: and yeah, which, you feel
1: safe sharing that, knowing that you guys both might feel uncomfortable talking about it, but it's not like it's going to end things because you brought up a concern, right? Right.
0: Yeah. You definitely need to, I couldn't agree with Maria more. You need to be able to ask questions that you're afraid of the yeah. answer of. In fact, every time you're afraid of the answer, you should insist on yourself to ask that question. When you are afraid of an answer, that is a question you absolutely have to ask.
1: Yeah. It's it's a question that you. the answer is is probably Very fairly important yeah. in how you move forward,
0: and and not asking it is only delaying it. It's not gonna, right. it's not gonna make it go away, because eventually, one way or the other, you'll yeah. get that answer. It's just gonna be on his time, not yours. Yeah, uh, that's
4: kind of what I was hoping would happen
0: sooner. <laughs> well, I mean, you're just waiting around for him, but and so if yeah, you're, you're, you're waiting, waiting for out, him. This you're just gonna sit around and wait for him. He's you know, going to take his time. He's going to take his time. And it's not manipulative on him point. No. You're literally giving him permission to say, well, I'm just going to use this girl. And he's not thinking I'm using this girl, but you're there. And then he just might realize that all you were yeah. was a rebound, you know, but he's just processing so much right now. He's not being forced to face that. Right. So be there for him. And yeah, but you have to hold him accountable because he can't use you and you can't just be a rebound. So. It's this balance act, balancing act of addressing the questions and just being given, like, let make him let him know that it's okay to disappoint you, but at least you're getting clarity. You know, don't avoid clarity just because it's scary.
1: Yeah, and and Nicole, with that, like, know that when you ask the questions, you might get answers you don't want to hear, right? And so, I think having having a little bit of time before asking the questions and just being like. I might hear something that I don't want to hear. I might hear something that's going to end things or might wreck the boat. Or I'm going to ask questions that really take us to the next level. I'm going to ask questions that the answer is going to give me some clarity on how I feel and how he feels. And it brings us into a better position relationship-wise, right? So there's, it's both, both things can happen, but neither will happen if you just – Hold those questions tight, hoping that he's going to act in a different way, bring it up himself. You know, because yeah, like you he's want him not going to do it. You,
0: it's like in your perfect world, you want him to a, reach out to you and define the relationship, and then just stop looking sad. Yeah, you know, it's not and gonna that's it's not going to yeah. happen. Most likely, what's going to happen, even if you bring up some of these tough squash tough questions, is. I don't, from what you're describing, I don't suspect you're going to get an answer you don't want. It's going to be somewhere in the middle. He might express to you, if you allow him to feel safe, that he still has sadness and misses being married. And that might be tough for you to hear, but that's not, it might not have anything to do with how he feels about you. It's just that he might have met a great girl sooner than he expected while going through this divorce, right? Right. So yeah. don't make him feel unsafe to be able to express that if you want to have that type of relationship with him right and if you do get an answer yeah. you don't want if he just if you force the issue then you have to be okay to walk away yeah. but like maria said neither will happen if you just pretend you know what you want right now is not realistic
1: yeah it's like your yeah. your gas tank is slowly going down avoiding the gas station is not going to make you not run out of gas right like you can't just avoid it. you know you, you have to like i don't know if there's gonna be it. gas there or yeah you're like go. you know what i'm you know what? I'm pretty sure I'll be fine. I'll just Mm -hmm. wait to the next exit. (laughs) Like you, you, you have a feeling something, there is a concern, you address it. And perhaps you just don't know, maybe that will be something you bringing it up to him might be something that he's like, wow, you know what? I never felt safe to have these conversations in my last relationship. I really appreciate the fact that this is even considered, right? So you just don't know, but the less that you let somebody else steer the boat in terms of needing validation on where it's going and you just simply ask the tough questions um, the better you're going to feel and if it is something serious the better your relationship will be long term yeah
0: well hopefully that was helpful friends are nice but like you need to talk to him or yeah stop you know going to your friends and giving those opinions yeah. you know and yeah. uh just Establish a relationship with the guy, uh, this guy that's about communication and worrying uh, mm-hmm. and worry about defining it a little bit later. You know, you get to know him. Okay. You know. Yeah. All right. No,
4: that's 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 fair. I appreciate your guys' advice. Right. Really nice and helpful.
0: Thanks, Nicole. Best of luck. Take care.
1: Okay. All right. All bye- right. Bye. Thank you, guys. You're welcome.
0: I do that with the doctor sometimes. We'll just not go.
1: Oh yeah! Oh my God! I avoiding... want to find out. Well, yeah. Out. Actually, that's that's that was a better analogy. Like that's um, what I do with the scale. I just don't get on avoiding it. Avoiding It isn't going to prevent it from happening, yeah. right? But I do just... look at my bank account. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah.
0: I, I do that with a lot of things. I'll be like. Most people do. And if I'm worried about something my my go-to is to avoid finding out
1: yes but what you do is you avoid and then you obsess you about mean? it yeah. yes yeah. you avoid it and then you're like oh my god but what if and then you call me up and you're like well what if what if it's what about this and what about this and what about this and it's like well why don't I pile you, it up And then it why don't you just explodes. find out like i'm pretty sure you don't have ebola right like it's like why don't you just find out if But I might. Yeah. Well, or you could just, I don't know, have a sinus infection. My
0: mentality is if I go to the doctor and take the test then it somehow in my mind increases the likelihood that i'll get be positive for like ebola or something
1: right but then what happens when you go and you actually just get a clear answer you can then make a plan right if something is up then you can at least address it if nothing's up then you can breathe easily sitting in perpetual purgatory while avoiding an outcome is the absolute worst place to be in life
0: and then checking in with a bunch of people who have no
1: Oh, asking like oh ask seven or eight people their opinion, it's like that's enough to drive you nuts. Yeah. And,
0: and that's the thing to that analogy, me calling up friends and asking them their medical advice who have no medical yeah. knowledge is literally the same about asking friends about a guy's marriage.
1: Totally.
0: Um, <laughs> for ten years. Totally. If, like, they know what's going on. You might as
1: well be doing Because they ball. did it some yeah. guy once. Right. Who, like, it's
0: like because my kid had a cold one. so let me give you my medical right, opinion right, on, right, on, on right. why.
1: And people you, will give it to you because everyone loves to be an expert. Yeah. Like, oh, you're asking oh, I would love to tell you what I think. Yeah, yeah, I've one time had to take a cough drop, so I clearly know everything about infectious diseases. How's it going? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. My name is Heidi, and I'm 29 years old. Hi, Heidi,
0: 29. How can we help?
5: Well, a couple of weekends ago, I was out with my friends, and like all great nights do, they ended with an Uber ride home, except this time it was a little different because the driver was pretty attractive. And... uh, (laughs) I'll spare you the details unless you want them, but I want one some thing details. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we flirted. I was putting out the vibe and he was giving it back. Just and, out of curiosity,
0: uh, when we, did when did you know he was hot? Like did you look at his profile or when you got in the Uber?
5: Um, once I got in the Uber. Okay. Yeah. So once we got back to um home, my friends jumped out and I hesitated for just a split second. I was kinda of curious to see what would happen and that was just enough time for him to turn around and say not you kind of like like you're not getting out of this car so Sounds
0: a little cool. um,
1: i was gonna, I, gonna okay. say might be a little creepy <laughs> i think it's hot yeah hey I well is the fine I, line I, between
0: creepy and hot or or, or you know true. whether you are hot doing it or not turn
1: creepy real quick <laughs> real quick it <laughs> usually doesn't go the other way around it's usually so not he's creepy
0: you were it, it you didn't just get into the super by yourself it was you and two friends
5: yeah yeah it was my yeah it was my friends, and I would just like to be clear that like it was completely consensual, yeah yeah', yeah, yeah we're, we're we're like, like yeah, do you know yeah. you that Netflix series you yeah. it's creepy, but also kind of
0: hot, yeah, well, he's hot, and then yeah you know, anyways, so anyway, <laughs> yeah. so he says yeah. not he kidnaps you, um you're you stayed uh, yeah. as Uber,
5: <laughs> yep, so my friends got out of the car, I shut the door instead, and we ended up hooking up right there in his car,
0: oh,
1: wow. Hot. Um, hot. Oh. <laughs> That was five stars? hot.
0: So, yeah. If, so,
1: did
2: you give him five stars? Did you, yeah.
0: Did you have to like rate him twice? <laughs> Please oh, tell me, like, no. right after you're done, you're like, you know what? I was going to give you four on your driving performance, but not even right, five.
5: Right. Unfortunately, I wasn't the one who ordered the Uber, but we did joke about that. I was like, I'll have to tell my friend to give you a tip. Yeah. Nicely done. <laughs> a nicely tip. Done. Oh, my
2: God.
5: Yeah. All right. So you hook yeah. up in the car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So we didn't exchange numbers or anything. I think we both understood that it was a one-time thing, but I was curious about the guy. So the next day I looked him up on Facebook and I discovered that he's actually engaged.
0: All right, so I just want to time out for a second. I want to time out for a second before we get to the engaged part because obviously it sounds like that's the meat of the story. But when you say it sounds like we we both thought this would be a one-time thing, clearly you didn't think that in the moment because you immediately – well, what I'm saying is, like, oh, we hooked up in the Uber. I left. I didn't get his number, but then I looked him up on Facebook. Well, you're curious. Yeah. I know, but why didn't she, what What made like? I, I want to ask this question because I think, yeah. What I, the reason I'm asking this question, it's kind of a question and a, an answer, is that I think a lot of women, if they hook up with a guy at a one night stand situation, are afraid to ask for his number and be like, well, I just want to, let's just call it what it is and leave. But you really want his number, but you're afraid he won't give it to
1: you. Yeah. Me. Like, if he would have said, hey, can I have your number? Would, would you, you have given been, it Would you yes. have given it to him? If 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 he had
5: asked, I would have given it to him. But since he didn't, I was I was understanding that okay. that's uh, what it was, and right. I was also Fair okay enough. with that because he was a little bit younger than me.
1: So, in a you, different city. How do you know? So, based on how he looks. Facebook. What? She just looked him up on Facebook.
0: No, but she's saying that in the, in the moment oh, she didn't ask because I he's see. a little younger. How do you know? His, you don't know yeah. his age.
5: Oh, because while well, I was um, putting the vibes out there, I asked him if he had a girlfriend. I asked him how old he was. and
0: oh, Okay, so you, got, yeah, just, you, just, just you were assessing, assessing it, him about being younger. You were, like, you were assessing it out on the ride home. Okay, so you look yeah, him up on Facebook. Yeah. He's engaged.
5: Yes, okay. he's engaged, and it looks like they've been together for quite a while. Okay, um, I was obviously very surprised, and I was shocked at how quickly and easily he lied about having a girlfriend because... He he lied about having a girlfriend right away, even when there was nothing at stake. Like, there were no expectations that something was going to happen. So I thought that that was odd. Um, when did and then you I say also he didn't, just I feel just gonna, pretty gross. Ab-
0: I'm you, sorry, what was that? She w- when she was flirting with him in the Uber ride, she was just like, hey, who are you? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. And he yeah. offered up.
1: Yeah, but he, he may have been girlfriend. like, I have three chicks in my car and one of them's pretty cute. Like. I don't know where this is going to go, so I'm just going to say, I mean, what? did he just say silent about it? Well, that's
0: it. definitely what he did. Well, because, yeah. well, because he likes to he have sex with some sex of his Uber clients. driver,
1: yeah. his Uber yeah, customers. Sure. This
5: like, isn't
0: the first time he's done this, but anyway, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Uh,
5: okay, so, in, like, obviously, in addition to being surprised that he was engaged, I just feel really gross and weird about the whole thing, because I would never knowingly be a part of someone cheating on their fiancé. That's just, Yeah, you, you, was, you weren't,
0: you weren't know, part of
5: it.
1: You
0: You really weren't part of it.
5: I'm okay with.
0: So what's your question?
5: Um, So my question is um, like, I, I don't, want to tell the girl i have no desire mm. to reach out to her but a very small part of me wonders if she deserves to know so my question is should i or should i not tell her that mm. her fiance cheated on her that's a great question it is a great I, question i, I love think, this call this I, is my ultimate I, I, call. Uh, i'd be
1: curious a well, couple things and I'd,
0: I'd be curious i think, think me and maria are in agreement in the fact that you weren't part of anything you did nothing wrong you how would you have known right what you had right. is a great fun night You had sex with your Uber driver. That's exciting. When you (laughs) die someday, that will be a moment you look back and go, good for me.
1: (laughs) I mean, I was, I'm, yeah, it's a great story. Yeah. I'm a little
0: jealous. You know, hopefully you have protection. If not, hopefully you didn't catch anything. But like, other than that, sounds like you had a really good time. Maybe uh,
2: he's like Peter and has condoms in his yeah, console. I mean,
0: probably. I mean, Uber drivers have milk I mean, and water. Like, I would imagine that.
1: I would imagine this. Yeah, I would imagine there's some. There's and some you don't, pre-planning I'm you to
0: answer that. Anyways, but um, oh, no,
1: it was it was safe. I'll say it. All right, safe. good for you. Yeah, good for you. Good for you.
0: Um, I think you should do what you want. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. It's not your responsibility to tell this girl. I, uh, okay, if you. Well, listen, there's something to be said by she probably would want to know, right? And if you wanna tell her, I don't think you're you're it's bad for you to do that. I don't think to say, well, it's none of my business. I mean technically it's none of your I think you kinda have this freedom right now to kind of do what like I said, like do what you want. Like, yeah, maybe you don't wanna insert yourself into something you know nothing about, and that's totally understandable. But I gotta say, from her point of view, I mean there's a good chance. Well, like, I, I would, I'd feel safe saying this isn't his first time doing this. Uh, Maybe
1: not in the Uber car, but, but a, I'm this saying guy, like, he's, he's a cheater for sure. Cheated. He's on a her cheater,
0: before. and there's a good chance he's been dating this girl for a long time, and like it's his high school, college sweetheart, and he's just kind of going through the motions, and he's one of those like shitty guys who like thinks it's like well, this is my wife, and uh, but I'm going to fuck around and I'm not going to be man enough to break up with her. Well, I want to like soil my oats, so I'll just like keep her around and eventually I'll marry her. Maybe he will or maybe not, but she actually might marry this guy and eventually what will happen, it'll get divorced. So right. you literally might be saving this girl from a divorce by kind of anonymously just like, you know, I would would you i mean, I'm round table here, would you uh, would you create an anonymous account and just say you don't know me i'm not going to give you my name but this is what happened i or would you i
1: honestly think first you have to like you said you feel gross and yucky about this and so you feel you wouldn't be a part of it if you knowingly if you knew he was in this already so what are you what are you hoping to get out of telling her
5: Uh I, I'm hoping to get nothing out of it. I don't want to tell her. Okay. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if I if I have an obligation to. You don't, aren't you'd obligated, actually, no. but I, you
0: definitely don't have an obligation to. But if you did, I like, it's kind of like you kind of would be doing, I do think you'd be doing a good thing. I don't want you, I don't want to guilt you into telling her, but I mean, put yourself in her shoes, I guess. How do know? we know
1: it's not open? Right. Right. Yeah. I, I, I guess I would. I saw, well,
0: uh, then he, because if I, I don't, i find that people in open relationships are not liars in fact they're quite the opposite That's they're true. they're very honest yeah, they're like they're, i'm engaged in they're open, open relationship. they're very progressive if she that way.
2: tells her with her information there's a chance he could come get mad at her
1: right so could you and not is there a way
0: well he doesn't she didn't order the uber
1: so on facebook he friend might get to murdered somebody who also had <laughs> a facebook profile he's exactly. gonna get mad is that correct? Like on Facebook, his engagement is to someone who also has a Facebook profile?
5: Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I bet there's a way that you could, I mean, I guess you could create a fake profile. But if you feel the need, like you as a, as a, I'm going to say as a woman that you feel like you would want to know, and, and it's your responsibility to just like, let her know who she's engaged to. Um, I'm sure there's a way you could do it anonymously. And you could just say, Hey, let you know, this is what happened. Right. You could keep it okay. really short, but I think you just have to decide. Yeah, there's not a right. It's not for you to write his wrong.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely not your responsibility. No. And If you say, you know what, I just I don't want to deal with this. I think you don't have to feel any guilt or shame. Like you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't know. And to Maria's right. point, don't tell her because you feel like somehow it's going to redeem the fact you had sex with a guy who was engaged.
1: Yeah. You did nothing right.
0: wrong. No, right? you didn't. Like, But if you feel like, listen, if it were, if you're like sitting there and saying, if it were me, I'd want to know. And I need to tell her because of that, then, you know, be at peace with letting her know. But listen, there was okay. point that, do it as, as safe as possible because yeah. you know you don't know this guy. There could be some consequences. Totally. I would check with yeah. your friend who ordered the Uber and ask if she's comfortable with it, right? Right. I mean, listen, right. realistically, I don't really think he's going to, like, somehow harm you or your friend. But right. I think... Ask your friend her opinion, right? The one who ordered the Uber. I mean, chances are, this isn't the first time. I don't know how long ago this was. He's done a few Ubers. He probably couldn't nail it down. Well,
1: again, you don't also need to come with, like, your book of facts. Like, you can just say, (laughs) like... I mean, if it wasn't the only
0: time he's had sex with a girl, he he might remember.
1: Well, No, but what I'm saying, though, is, like, you're saying, like, ask her friend who ordered the Uber. Like, she doesn't even need to get involved. Like, if you decide you're going to tell her, you can create a fake account and be like, Hey, by the way your fiance was my uber driver we hooked up and that's it and that's what she can then figure it out because i guarantee she's not all of a sudden like he did what like i I, if if he is that quick as an engaged man to hook up with an uber customer this is not his first time there's probably some suspicion and the fact that yeah. She's gonna probably come back with questions, and it's not your responsibility to prove that it happened. Like I, all you're doing right. is letting her know this happened, and then she can take that information and do what she wants.
0: I mean, that's yes, you're a pretty girl, but to Maria's point, like that's like thing. This wasn't like you guys it's not like he went to a, a Vegas at a bachelor party and and, and and met you with another bachelorette and like this weekend of passion that finally culminated in you guys hooking up. This was like a five minute Uber yeah. ride. Yeah. Can I say how long? He turned was around. Uber and was ride? like, hey, do you want to fuck? And he was like, sure. And like, so yes, to Maria's point, there is no way this is his first time. And there's a good chance yeah. she probably is suspicious. Yeah. She might have already caught him. Probably the whole
1: reason he's Uber driving.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, like, it's a way for him to be like, hey, sorry, I'm on the clock.
0: I mean, listen. So <laughs> I, I, like be safe and like to Rochelle's point. I don't think there's a ton of risk here. I hope I'm not saying this and then like you die or something. But like
2: Nick, <laughs>
0: not Nick, can, you're,
2: you're not going to die, No, but like safety
0: first. You brought it up, Rochelle. Hey, in terms you know of, like, what I, bet can you, know I I'm guarantee. just saying, be safe. Yeah. Ask your friend your. Help. I'm
2: saying he's going to be mad at you. Yes, but no, for but, like, sure. Ask your
0: friend permission if it's okay to do that because technically you, he has her information. Did you say. exchange
5: names? Right. Um. Yes, but he doesn't know my last name. Okay, He might have
2: seen you creeping on his Facebook. You know how it pops up, people you may know? If you look oh, at someone's totally. Facebook, yeah. that's yeah. something to be... But
1: what you could easily
0: do... Create an anonymous Facebook just yeah. for safety. And, to say, and just say, uh, well, that's at the, that one detail of I hooked up with your fiance. He was my Uber driver. You don't even. I don't she even knows he's you an Uber driver. Say that.
1: I don't even think you have to say Uber driver. You
0: don't, but if you want her to believe you...
1: But that's not up for to her. That's true. That is so not up to her and that's so the true. whole You could say I had sex with say, your fiance. Hey, by the way, I had sex with your fiance. I did not know he was engaged. I thought it was I thought I would tell you because I would want to know. End of story. End of story. You don't even need a name. Uh, Girl, you need just right. that letter because he can be like, "Wait, what?" And that's enough because otherwise it's like, "Oh, and it's an Uber driver?" Or you've been Uber driving. When was you picked up? Like, I don't believe you blah 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 and like that's not you're right. why you're it, telling her you're it, telling yeah. her this happened in whatever format plant that
0: seed that's all you're doing yeah it could seed. have
1: happened yeah. at a gas station in the checkout aisle i mean you know those details <laughs> don't matter the matter yeah. is that yeah. it happened and so now you take away the whole risk of the uber driver revenge
0: yeah it yeah you happened. know what I agree. You're, you're absolutely right and again if you don't want to do it don't don't totally. do it um, okay
1: you think that's okay
0: it's totally okay. It is
1: not your responsibility to the only to write reason
0: you would do it is if you sit there and go, if it were me, I would want to know. So I'm going to kind of pay it forward and that's why I'm doing it. And do not tell her to somehow make yourself to, to like, I'm gonna do this because it's gonna take my bad action and make it a mm. good one you didn't do anything wrong no you, you had fun
1: you only know this because you went snooping on facebook
0: yeah you like you know exactly. what i mean yeah. if you
1: were like oh this happened and you shared the story and everyone's like oh my god that's so amazing that's so no. crazy like blah 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 and you'd be like yeah that's right and you're like
0: "Hmm." yeah i'm you're like i don't want to look them up so yeah uh,
1: okay yep that makes sense and then you just have to be okay with it like i, I have a feeling part of you is still like there you feel a little bit of like
0: yeah, you're judging regret yourself. Regret
1: because if you would have known it, you wouldn't have done it. But you made a decision without the knowledge. You know now, yeah.
0: dude. Everything about your story is great. You like, you know, you night of passion. It's a great yeah. story to tell. You had safe sex. This is all great things. You know, just don't don't lose that and don't lose that excitement because it sounds right. like yeah. Up until that, you did you did everything right. You know, yeah. you allowed yourself mm-hmm. to take a risk, have some fun. You did it safely. You know, you know. You know not that not that a condom is the. But I'm saying like, you know, like these, these are sex these are education. this is a part of life and you had some fun. Don't sit there and judge yep. yourself for taking a little bit of risk and living life.
1: Hey, put it this way. If this was 20 years ago, there was not Facebook. You would not have found any of this information out. And so I'm not saying That's true. ignorance is bliss and we should just like avoid the information that we come across. But it's again, yeah. I mean, it's not up to you to right his wrong. And if you decide to do it, great. I wouldn't go into detail. All you wanna do is tell her that it happened and then she can take that information and do w- with it what she wants. Yeah. So it's just I think important to understand why you would bring it up.
0: Just start really. thinking okay. if better, you know, now they probably screen there. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. right. Well thank you guys. All right, take care. Uh thanks for calling. All right, in. you too. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, I mean, people. It's a, other than the Uber. You know, do I tell her when people yeah. find out they hooked up with someone in a relationship,
1: or witnessed it, like if you see it happen it. with somebody else and you you kind of know you kind
0: of have person. to know what your why are you telling them what your yeah. intentions are, you know, because you, you can't right or wrong so to speak. No, um, hopefully you're not doing it to get back at anyone. If your motivation uh, for telling um, someone is because you want to make the other person hurt. I don't think that's good. No. You're only telling someone because, like she said, you're giving that person the opportunity to make a decision. Because for me, I always say, like, when it comes to cheating, you know, like what you're doing, like, listen, cheating's not okay. You know, and people could say, oh, I would never cheat. And for the most part, you can hold yourself accountable. But sometimes we are human, we make mistakes. But the big problem with cheating is people then, more often than not, don't admit to the cheating. Yeah. And don't give the person they cheated on the opportunity to forgive them or not. Right.
1: Well, yeah. And I also think that there's this like assumption of, you know, she kind of said it like I would want to know. Right. Like so we assume everybody sees and perceives a situation the same way. Like I'd want to know if someone's cheating. I guarantee there are a lot of people out there who wouldn't want to know like they're like because then i have the information Yeah, or maybe they probably already know they know but they don't want to have proof because like in their mind it's like they're kind of okay with it if they don't know the specifics so for you to, for any of us to be like well it's my responsibility to like enlighten them it's
0: not her her responsibility at all but i do think because he chose to involve her she has the option if she sure. wants to exercise it to get it off her chest and tell her, tell her because she would want to know. But
1: it is not it is not someone's responsibility to air someone's dirty laundry for them because they feel like. Yeah. yeah so, you know what I mean? They feel like they're protecting or they're giving someone information that they're not already privy to like i just you know i think that we hold that especially as women it's like well this scumbag did that like i'd want to know if my boyfriend was doing that or my fiance was doing that and it's like
0: you don't know she may not want to know sure but she she might not get it right but because she was involved i think she has a right to exercise the option if she just wants to do it absolutely and 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 if she's like well i knew or we're open relationship or i didn't want to know then well you know now you know
1: it's kind of hard, right? It's like you can never unknow something you find out. Yeah. So it's like, hey.
0: Also, with our last caller, we talked about, like, just because you think you don't want to know doesn't mean you don't really.
1: Totally. You know, totally. So that's ignorance why. Ignorance isn't always blessed. I guess the. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance
0: is well ignorance said, is bliss is it, until
1: it slams you in the face well, so
0: you're like well if I only knew two weeks ago before we got married I was yeah. just going to say
1: I think like the the moral of the story is if you have a really great hookup and you're cool with it being a hookup do not look for that. do not investigate do not investigate because you're going to find reasons to either make it more or less than what it was yeah.
2: good
3: story though
1: yeah great story holy cow how's it going Good, thanks. Um,
3: I'm Joy. I'm 27.
0: Hi, Joy, 27. How can we help?
3: Hey, so um, I wanted to get your advice about something. My husband and I have been married for five five years, and we've been together for about seven. Um, As I said in the email, we actually... Um, Neither of us were virgins, but we decided that we were going to abstain until we got married because we both come from religious backgrounds. And um, it was just something that we felt kind of convicted on. We both had been really burnt in the past, whatever. Uh, We did mess around, and uh, he never went down on me. I went down on him. um, And I just didn't really think anything of it. But we've been married for five years now um, and counting. And he has not ever gone down on me. And it's been the source of. Lots of like arguments. Um, I feel really frustrated by it because I've had that before and I enjoy it. Um, and it just doesn't seem to be a priority for him. And I don't really know how to handle this now because I've done it. Like there was a probably a two year period where I actually like told him like if you're not going to give it to me, I'm not going to give it to you. And so I didn't go down on him. And what it his, was
0: what was his response?
3: Well, he, at the time, he was like, you know, oh, please, babe, are you serious? Like, it really helps with my stress and all this. And I was, at the time, I was pissed. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I would like to be not stressed as
1: well. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I was just going to say it. His his stress trumps yours or... Wow. I'm just going to say it yeah, I don't know how um, people
0: answer this question with, with but then my after sister I was we'll, just going to we'll say I'm like out. you want a
1: brother oh. or sister response to this no just kidding no but I mean I'm married no. so I can give some uh, advice and you're a guy so you can
0: no I'm aware you're capable of giving advice I don't know if I want to hear it but uh um, oh. Anyways, so he... Uh, I'm
2: sorry, I did not think about that when I chose this.
4: He was... Uh, he needs he, to grow up. He I mean, was...
0: Uh, so you, you cut it off and he just pouted like a little baby, but wasn't... But he pouted, but he, he didn't even consider re- re- reciprocity.
3: No. I mean, well, okay, so he told me that he was like, I'm going to get um, like a flavored lube, like something that i that will help and i was like okay and also like i, I you know i keep myself clean
1: down there i,
0: now, do I was gonna have say a like not like, to get tmi but obviously yeah
1: i love the yeah. fact first of all that you yeah. are so like you're calling about this like that's a pretty brave thing to just, be, just be like hey look here. no this is wonderful uh,
3: i just don't know what to do i don't know what to do because i have girlfriends that are like i mean i could honestly talk about whatever so we were separated for just a like a little bit like a month anyways the point is that i have half my friends that i trust asking them about this other females and they're like why don't you know why are you still with him (laughs) um and then the other half are just like i don't know you could just refuse to go down on him but like i i i like going down on him like i like him to feel good and i want to like, you know, continue to explore in our intimacy and stuff like that. And I also don't want to be like, well, for the rest of my life, I'm just
1: never going to have this again. And I have to be fine with it. I have a couple questions. So I, I may have missed it before the whole cutting off and whatever, before you guys got married, did he go down on you then? No. Okay. So this, uh, it's kind of never been established in the
0: relationship. And you guys were, uh, but you guys had hooked up with other people before you, you met.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we had both had other boyfriends and girlfriends, you know, like, whatever, and we both, and he's told me that he's gone down on his, like, he went down down on his ex and stuff, because I flat out asked him, like, just, are you scared because you've never done it, and you're afraid of messing up? Like, I don't, what do you want to do? And he was just like, it's just the, you know, the smell, and I'm just, I don't know, and I'm insecure, I don't know, and I mean, I said the I'll be smell, drunk. I'll, like, I mean, I don't you. understand.
0: Like, are 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 like, not to make you self conscious, but you said you're you're cleansing. I mean, like women's bodies, like, are all different. But like, you yeah. you know, are, are I you, mean, yeah. I, are do, are you smelling any? <laughs> are, is, there, so
1: like, I, I is your so? I guess
0: is that a, is that a real complaint of his, or is he just throwing it out there because it's a stereotype that the uh, of a smell? Because no, in my I, experience, I, there's not a that, lot of odor.
1: Well, and not just that, but it's not like he. Uh, Highly doubt his crop is like a treat all the time, right? Like I'm just saying, though, it's not like it's like. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Long, you know,
0: like I, I, I know some people s- struggle with, you know, there's pH, you know, and, sure. But for the most part, if you are hygienic, there shouldn't be like a strong odor or taste here.
3: So, well, point? I've even gone.
1: To, Go ahead.
3: I was just going to say, I, like, I've, I've even gone to my gynecologist, like, I, you know, at a normal appointment, and I'm like, hey, like, can I ask you something? This is kind of strange, but. like, like is there anything unusual going on because i don't know he's made you I've self-conscious right, else right, else yeah. right, right, <laughs> right 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 right. Yeah, no
0: yeah i'm curious Yeah. so and then she and she he or she was like no you, you
3: know yes yeah, yeah And 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 truly like it's like i will be in the shower and i'm like i get out of the shower and i'm like okay like this would be a great time yeah to have a
0: learning session. <laughs> hey, here's the thing. Yeah. So it sounds like he is, you know, in terms of ex- his excuses, they're all stereotypes, right? There's, that's not an actual, there's no taste. He's just saying it. I, I'm comfortable saying that he, uh, He's, isn't interested in getting you off, your needs. And like, even if, Even if, let's say, for argument's sake, that your situation wasn't as pleasant as someone else, let's say just for argument's sake, you're you're his wife, yeah, and like he should want to get you off. And unless it was some sort of tragic thing, just suck it up and literally and just like, literally, (laughs) and 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 uh, like just if like as, as a married couple, any couple, like sometimes in the bedroom, your only focus should be the other person. You know, like you said, you enjoy getting him off. It, it enjoys, you enjoy, it makes you, in, you get enjoyment out of seeing him getting enjoyment. Unfortunately, he doesn't feel the same way. He gets enjoyment from getting off and blowing his love. a
1: little bit of a selfish lover.
0: He's more than a little bit. He's an incredibly selfish lover. Well, I think my
2: question see, is, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, the only thing I'm thinking of is if there was like sexual abuse, that could be a thing too. But
1: that's like a far off, well, it might not be, but I think it's a fair, it's a fair thing to assess. Sometimes and so, stuff happens. Right. So yeah. I guess because your question is, do I accept That's this? That's tough to bring
0: up. You're saying, do I mind. accept yeah. this or do
1: I not accept that this is going to be the way our interaction mm-hmm. is, right? So I guess I would say it sounds yeah. like it's enough of an issue that you called in and you've yeah. talked to your friends mm-hmm. and your friends have talked to him. Like this is obviously, it's not just kind of like, Mom, maybe I'll live without it. Like you clearly Mm -hmm. don't want to. And I don't think even if you if we said, you know, just put up with it, you're going to be okay with it. It's going to continue to just bug the crap out of you and you're going to be pissed about it because you're not being selfish that way. So and if he's still not pushing, then I honestly this is a weird thing to say, but I'd be like we need to go talk to someone yeah like you need to go see like a sex therapist or something or even just a therapist and so if it rochelle's concern of it there is a sexual abuse thing like you can at least get to an understanding or when you bring up i think we should go see somebody about this that's enough of a trigger to be like i don't really want to fucking see anyone so yeah let's go you know like yeah. i just think you need to acknowledge that it's important for you and totally. there's more behind it than just the fact mm-hmm. that he's just like not into it or afraid or yeah and you, so there's yeah. more to it
0: yeah you got to bring yeah make make sure he understands kind of just echoing maria yeah. said that it's a serious I- issue this is not about like well i won't suck your dick if you yeah, don't get on me is just is be, like, 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 yeah. be like this really bothers me um it bothers me that you're n- don't make me feel like you're interested in yeah. my sexual needs. Yeah. And it smells
1: bad. How? And you, you've made yeah, it me, makes you you've feel made you, you made me self conscious
0: about yeah. my hygiene. Yeah. and and, me,
1: and as a lover, and all and that as stuff. a lover, yeah. and
0: I and I want to make sure we're on the same page, and so I don't feel like sexually intimately we are. And so, as a result, yeah. I want to go talk to someone, a therapist, because of that, because mm-hmm. this is important to me. Yeah. And I think that's how you position it. Yes. And then kind of see what he says from there. Because there's a good mm-hmm. chance, I mean, we don't have the answer, no. right? Because there's a good chance it could be something right. as he just grows up real fast when he's, he could just literally be throwing. A temper tantrum, yeah. and he could be just really fucking stubborn and selfish. Yeah. Or, and hopefully mm-hmm. this isn't the case. Maybe it's something as traumatic as maybe we don't know. We don't know. But right now, yeah, yeah. you need to really make him understand this is very important. That this matters to you. Mm-hmm. You need to express to him how it makes you feel. Uh, you have expressed to him. Does he is he know you've gone to the doctor and asked your gynecologist if you've had you know if you have hygiene issues with your vagina? Does he know that?
3: Yeah. Um, because he, that was like, after he had said that about like, Oh, well, you know, it's, you know, I'm afraid of the smell or the taste or whatever. I went and I asked, like, you, you know, I asked her and then I asked her about like, what are some really like ethical and also natural lubes, blah, blah, blah. Like I did my research and I brought it back to him. And I, but then there was the stubbornness of me not purchasing those myself. Cause I was like, if you want to do this, like, Go out and buy it, and show me that you'd like to make an effort. Yeah, I was just gonna and,
1: say you can't and make an like, effort. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know. And I was like, go to like a, go to Walmart. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like there's a thing called Google. Like <laughs> and
0: you can you, find. And this like, is that's what I'm saying like everywhere. I need to I you know sim- make it simplify it for him. I need to know that you care about my sexual needs. Yeah, I need to know that it's it's it's, it's a priority for you.
1: It is so much more than the actual act, yeah. right? Like this is yeah. so much more than the actual act. It's the fact that. Mm-hmm. The other question I was going to ask you is, are you, so b- aside from when you, you know, cut him off, like, do you mm-hmm. find when you guys are intimate, like you tend to always think of like h- making sure he's satisfied, uh, even if you're not like, do you feel like that's a constant concern?
0: Uh, well, more clarity. Like, yeah. Every time you have oh, sex, no, how no, many no. times does he get off versus you? Yeah. What? Yeah.
1: I mean, is that kind of a continuous theme aside from the actual like oral part of it? Um
3: Yeah, I would say so. I mean it's always like it's it's him like finishing when he is ready and then afterwards he's like, So it's like, did you like that? Did you come? And then I'm like, uh,
4: yes
0: or no. (laughs) Do you lie to him about having an orgasm? what do you lie to him about having orgasms
3: um in the beginning of our marriage i did Mm because it was like really it was incredibly difficult our sex life was like it was just he'd like you know bang bang be done because he was at in school and like super stressed and i didn't handle it in a healthy way and so i've been really um honest about it now like probably ever since after like our first year and i was like this is really stupid but yeah i definitely how does he
0: react bad, like, to realizing he's not as good at sex as he thought he was
3: um that was instantly what happened in my brain and i was like fuck
0: <laughs> no but how did he handle it
3: um he was like i don't even know he was he wasn't even really upset he was just like oh okay well um like, I'll try harder. And I said, okay. And I and I apologized. And I said, I'll be honest with you like from now on, and I'll let you know when or if I do or I don't. And he was like, okay, yeah, I really appreciate it. And it was actually surprisingly mellow. I that's, thought he was going to be super
0: pissed. That's nice. And don't, yeah. But don't apologize. There's like, you know, you could say I apologize for lying to you and giving you misinformation. But listen, you're not alone here, too. Like, other than this, like, this is a unique situation. Yeah. But the problem often happens when young couples uh, hook up is guys are stupid they think they're awesome and bad and women sometimes can be you know especially young women can be uncomfortable like directing Mm -hmm. being directing and letting them know and so like you know sometimes they even feel like it's dirty to have a go down guy doubt on me there's all the it's very confusing right and people aren't communicating at a young age about their sexual needs and then men don't get any feedback so they think they're awesome um it'd be Mm -hmm. great if guys all checked in but unfortunately they don't but so
1: well, and I also think women have a have an feel they have an expectation to be like the pleasing lover, yeah. right? It's like, well, mm-hmm. uh, that was good for you. Well, then of course, yes, of course, that was great for me. Like, there's almost this like, if you would like be like, no, that wasn't. We don't want them to feel bad about yeah. their performance, right? And like, you,
0: I think you're married. You can be direct. Yeah. If you want to be good at pleasing me, I can show you. This is not about effort. Well, I mean, it is about effort, but like, there's like, this is not try harder. Like, listen, this is not about trying just it's, it's work smarter, not harder, so to speak. I'll tell you what I want.
1: Well, I was just gonna say, what if you approached it in like, I want us to have better sex as a couple, yeah. and not make it be like, I'm not getting enough. You're doing this, being like, I want to have better sex as a couple. I think, you know, we can probably learn ways to communicate better in bed, and and like, again i i honestly think that this probably if this is something you've been fighting up against like it's time to mm-hmm. kind of bring in a third party that is like can help you and assist you and there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. he
0: needs to show you that he cares not yeah. to say things like well i'll try harder and thanks and yeah. that's a good place to start and it's nice that he's not getting defensive when you communicate with him so those are nice things and that's mm-hmm. that's a good sign uh, but he actually needs to show that he's he's interested in trying because, like, whether it's going down on yeah. you or not, but it sounds like he's always getting off and you're almost never getting off, and he's not really caring. He'll, like, he'll clear enough mm-hmm. to ask, Did you enjoy it? But he actually doesn't really care about what the answer yeah. is. Because if you say, Well, I'll be honest, I didn't come, he's not like, Well, what do you want me to do? Right. Like, there's other yeah. things you could try to do. Like, it's not a big. If I were him, and I'm not trying to like pet myself in the back, I would just be like, all right, well, what can we do to make you make right. sure that you're doing this? And not, right. every time you have sex, it's not like mo- you're both going to come. Like that's not always going to happen, mm-hmm. but there should be a level playing field. And he needs to yeah. show an effort and a willingness to make sure that happened, how, wh- whatever that is.
1: And, yeah. And again, yeah. I'm going to guess, this is an assumption, this extends beyond the bedroom like in in oh. some things right so it's like you're giving yeah. he's taking he's acting concerned but nothing's changing so i think either okay. either he has a come to jesus moment and all of a sudden he changes i highly doubt it the other thing is i i do think that there is something to be said about like hey it the the sex thing might spring it on but you guys going and seeing someone who can help like you guys figure out a better way to balance out the give and take in the relationship all, all around, it's going to make it better mm-hmm.
0: for yeah. you. Your husband, to Maria's point has gotten really good at diffusing a situation by saying and pretending he cares, yeah. but not actually showing that he does. And he's biding mm-hmm. a lot of time by doing that. And yeah, it's probably like
1: apologize yeah. for something, you know, you're going to do
0: again, and Like you're not really don't apologize. For, but like you feel like you need to, it seems they seem to react positively to your bullshit apology. Yeah. And your pretend, your, yeah. your, your, your effort. So hopefully that helps. Yeah. But, uh, you you got to kind of put your foot down here and really show, you know, you can't don't stop, stop accepting mm-hmm. insincere apologies and start expecting mm-hmm. from him to show some actions and, and, and consider some real, like professional couple therapy. Okay. All right.
1: Cool.
0: All right. Best of Good luck. luck. Bye. All right. Take care. All
1: right. Yeah. You too. Bye. I mean, that was a bit weird to talk to I mean, well, I not, think we screwed her. Up I mean, without, like, no, I didn't feel like it got too gross. No, no, I'm just saying it got too gross. So, how's it, how is it was with like, you and Josh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like marrying the like personal, like, yeah. I think marriage and like, and that's what's interesting with hers. Like, with marriage, it's like you kind of get into your norms, you kind of get into this thing. Like, when you're dating someone, sometimes there's a little bit difference, but at well, listen, the same if time. she
0: was okay with her husband not going down with her, yeah, totally, fine. right? But, but she's not, she's not anyways uh maria thanks so much again for joining uh it's been insightful thanks for helping ask questions if you are interested again uh on a little learning a little bit more about maria and what she's doing in addition to helping with natural habits you can check her out at mariaval.com also check out our instagram at natural habits uh for some wellness tips or series that we're doing on instagram tv and as a reminder, NHOils.com, 30% off all our essential oils.
2: Maria, you're really the female version of Nick. Am I? Yeah. We were just talking about that outside. Oh. It seems like it to me.
0: It's like that Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah.
2: Element. In the, in yeah. the
0: mirror. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we really appreciate it. Don't forget to send your questions at AskNick at CastMedia.com. Cast with a K. And until next time, thanks for listening.